Welcome back to another week on the Home with Havila podcast. As always, we're so happy you're here. We are wrapping up our intentional behavior series that we've shared all month. If you have not heard a single episode, go back to the beginning of the month. We have a part one, a part two, a part three, and a part four. And today, Havila is diving into what's called the win-then method. It's very powerful. She's talking all about intentional behavior and how to have a game plan for your day-to-day. We know you're going to love this episode. And so remember to share it with a friend, tag us on social media. And before we dive in, I have to share again that Havila's author school is open. If you didn't know, Havila has taken taken 230 students through her author school and applications are open right now. The first class starts August 30th and it's going to be so powerful. And here's Havila's guarantee to you. If you do all the things she says to do in the course, she guarantees that you will have the first draft of your book in your hand. So if you've wanted to write a book or if you have a message on your heart that you know needs to be shared, now is the time. Go to havilasauthorschool.com, read all the details about it. There's amazing testimonials on there and submit an application. Again, class starts August 30th and it's going to be another powerful round of author school. We'll see you there and I'll see you at the end of this episode. I'm a wife, a mom. Um, I am not a very organized, scheduled person. I'm easily distracted. (laughs) And so a lot of these things, these tools are not things that I'm easily implementing. These are things I have to intentionally do to allow me to be more effective in my life. Because, you know, we only have one life to live. And so that's really been our heart at Truth the Table is to give you practical ways to uncomplicate these huge ideas like living with intention. So this idea of behavioral, um, intentional behavioral, behavioral, intentional behavior is really something I want to kind of finish up this last class with. Now, I've been teaching out of the book, How to Have a Good Day by Carolyn Webb, and I've been using a lot of her stuff. So if you like this topic, get the book. Um, I clearly have not enjoyed it at all. (laughs) So I kind of have unpacked some of this. And some of the stuff I read, I'm like, oh... I need to be doing that again. That was something I utilized or or implemented a while ago and it really worked. So these are things that are important. Um, so today I want to talk about this basic idea that some of you have learned in class um, years ago. and Some of you, this is a new idea. But the idea behind um, if or when this happens, then I will. It's called the win-then uh, win, plan. And what it basically is, is that you kind of begin to set your behavior um, toward an idea of if this happens or when this happens, then I will do this. So you have a game plan. So you're not just always going play by play, but you're saying if this happens, like if it rains and I exercise, I run every day, I don't run every day, but if I did run every day and it rains, what's my plan? So when it rains, then I'm going to what? I'm gonna do a video online or YouTube or I'm going to go to the gym and walk. So you kind of have a game plan. I'm gonna talk more about that, but the idea behind this is that you have intention and the more intention you can put towards your day and have kind of a game plan for pitfalls, the better you're going to be. This actually came from a scientific um, study that was done and it basically came with that when X happens, then I will do Y. 
So it's not saying it's never gonna happen, but when I'm offered junk food and I'm on an eating healthy plan, I will what? I will slap it out of their hands and yell, no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But you have basic ideas. So this came from a woman um, from Columbia who actually is part of the Motivational Science Center. So she studies this and she took over 200 cases and she studied about people that implemented intention. So this is kind of called implementing intention. They implemented the idea of when this X happens, then I will do Y. And what she found was those that had an, had implemented intention were three times more likely to achieve what their aspirations were. So it was like that whole idea, if you don't have a plan uh, to, when you fail, then you fail, I'm sorry, I should say this, it's the opposite. If you failed the plan, then you plan to fail. You ever heard that quote? So the idea is that I don't have a plan, then I'm going in there and uh, I, it's not gonna be good. So this idea of um, when and then. So I was thinking about this in our own life with Ben and I and how we've implemented this. So I have some basic things I do to keep me productive and keep it practical. If Ben or when Ben takes the kids to school, then I do two things. I always load the dishwasher and start it because I've got about a 30 minute window before he gets home. And I always, it when Ben takes his kids to school, I, I usually then will start a load of laundry. So I like to have, I call it my staff. My staff is working, my dishwasher and my wash machine. <laughs> Those are my staff. They're working so that way I know when Ben takes the kids to school, then I will do this. Or I have another thing like, I'll take a early morning flight. Uh, usually it's about a 30 minute flight from Reading to San Francisco or on my way home from a trip or an event, I'll take an evening flight home and that flight has no Wi-Fi. It's kind of a throwaway flight, it's 30 minutes. You can't even get into you know a good book because it's just so short. And so what I've done is when I take this flight, then I will listen to these specific podcasts. So I'll download the podcast and I save it for those flights because I know this is when I'll get to that. Um, so you have kind of ideas, game plans. Um, and, and we, I just have all these little things I do. When I take a shower, then I will listen to, I usually listen to the Bible on CD or a, a, an app, or I'll do something. Or when, when I get up early or I can't sleep, then I will take that moment to write, spend some time writing. So I just have these little rules in my life that keep it intentional. Um, so it's really important that we have that. So I want to uh, I want to take a few minutes and I want to break down this idea that Carolyn does about creating a brain friendly to do list. Again, it's all about God using science to allow us to be more productive, and He did everything on um, with intention Himself, and so we can too. So she has some basic ideas behind having a brain friendly to do list. The first one that she says is write down it write it down as soon as it comes to mind. So it's kind of that idea of a brain dump where when it comes, you know, if you ever had that moment, I always laugh because it's in the moments when I should be doing something else. Like I'll open up my Bible and the moment I open up my Bible, everything I have, I've forgotten for the last five years, I remember. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I know what I was supposed to do there. And I never sent a thank you card for that. And I never paid that bill. And so what I'll do is every time I go to do something important to me, like write, like write or read or have a little bit of time to myself, I'll have a pad 
and a pencil next to me and I'll write it down. I don't leave my phone, even though phone's easy. If I have my phone there, I'm more likely to see something I'm interested in or get a notification and it easily distracts me. So what I do is just have a pen and paper and I'll write it down and I'll just even like sometimes thank the enemy, like thank you enemy for reminding me of all the things I didn't get to. And just thank God and not don't feel ashamed or embarrassed, but just write it down and keep going. And so my dad used to say this to me growing up, the weakest pencil is stronger than the strongest mind. And what he meant was, if you can write it down as sloppy as you can, write a reminder, it's going to be a lot easier than trying to remember. And what's interesting is if you try to remember and keep it in your brain, it actually takes um, the reserved brain power that you could use on other things and your brain's trying to remember and keep it in front. So write it down, keep it, capture it, and make sure you have a process for that. Secondly, only keep today's task in view. So that means, you know, and I'm sure you, you might do this, I often will write down everything I could think of. I call it a brain dump and I'll write down everything from, you know, buy the kids more underwear to buy the dog more food to, uh, you know, call so-and-so and I'll just write it down. There's usually 30 to 50 items because you guys know, right? We're all busy and we have things we could do. So I write it all down. But then what I'll do is I'll do my top three, which I talked about in my previous class. But one thing I purchased recently for the last year, I purchased these little, they're mouse pads, but they're they're on Amazon and you can buy them and they just are a little sheet. So I can write it down and it's right where my computer is and I'll write top three, I'll take a Sharpie and I'll write top three things today. And I'll just one, two and three and I'll write it down and it's right by my computer so I'm always seeing it all day long and I mark it down. So what's really important is that I that list that I have is fantastic, it's on an app, I can access it and add things to it but when it comes to my daily tasks, I just write it down the top three and that's what I stick I stick with. So it's really important that you keep that. Remember how we talked about this. The more you can mark off things on your to-do list, the more your brain rewards you. The, the more often you see things you haven't gotten to, your brain will penalize you for it and you'll get drained from just seeing all the things you need to do. Very important. Third is make it satisfying to check off. We talked about this a little bit, but you know, for me, I love, I add all of the notifications. I use something on my, on my computer called Wonderlist. It's a free app. And every time something is done, I'll hear a ding. And my personal assistant, she does the same thing. So when I'm on the app, I'll see she's working on things and I'll see ding, ding, and it, it creates this kind of sense of reward while well, your brain also loves it when we do things like that. My sister was notorious for writing long lists of things she had already done and then marking them off. <laughs> and I would think, why are you doing that? But it was rewarding her. So make sure that you are writing that down and make sure that it feels rewarding to track your progress. And the more your brain uh, will uh, be rewarded, the more it spurs you on. Uh, fourthly is this, be realistic about what you can do in a day. I know all my overachievers, you want to be like, here's my 40 things I'm going to do. But even for me, as somebody who has a long list of to-dos, it's better that I be more realistic. I have to get up and get the kids. I have to get the kids at three o'clock. I still have to make dinner. I still have to, you know, clean up dinner. I have other things I have to do. So it's great. But if I shove all of my regular things and I just pile all my to-dos, guess what? Tomorrow is going to be even double of what I, you know, it, it takes self-control not just to do things, but to also not do things. Like that's what I've learned in my own life. It takes just as much self-control to say, I'm only going to do these three things and I'm not going to do the other things. Because what will happen is if you, you know, borrow from Peter to pay Paul, 
If you take your dinner time and you think, oh, I'll just, I won't do the dishes now, I'll do them later and I'll get this thing done, guess what? Things will pile up in your regular life. So you need a routine that's basic and then you add one or two of the hard things to the, that regular routine. That's very, very helpful. So progress feels good and failure doesn't. So remember that and find a way to get progress in your life. And then um, lastly is include your body, mind, and I would say spiritual maintenance in it, in your regular to-do list. So put exercise and rest. I would say reading your Bible, um, prayer, prayer, prayer walks, add it to your to-do list. So don't think, oh, eating healthy and praying and all that will be over here, but my to-do list is bills and kids and schoolwork. No, no, no add it to it. So today I'm going to, for me, it's like, I'm going to go for a walk. And that might be one of my top three, because that's important for me to stay healthy. So you might want to write that down. Or today I'm going to read my Bible for a, a segment of time and add that to your to-do list. Don't just act like it's an automatic. So that's very important. So take those elements and start to write out an easy to-do list. So today, I guess my, my um, activation for you would be take your piece of paper and Think about the things that if you don't get them done today, things will be affected in a significant way. If that bill's not paid, the lights go off. If the kid doesn't get the project in, then he gets an F. If I don't go to that meeting, I lose my job. So write those main things down, add that to your list, and just get the things done that you already planned on doing, but mark them off and begin to trigger your brain. And then tomorrow, add something else to that and begin to mark it off. And I'm telling you, this intentional behavior will help you. It's just as spiritual as, it's, as it is practical. So there's no two separate worlds. Uh, me balancing my budget is just as spiritual and just as healthy and just as godly as me spending some time in prayer. It's about stewarding my whole life, not just parts of my life. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed this intentional behavior series. If you did, share it with a friend, share your favorite episode of the series on social media and tag us and also leave us a five-star written review on the podcast app. It helps other listeners find the show. And we're so excited for what we have coming in August on the podcast. So make sure you're following or you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget, go to havilasauthorschool.com applications are now open. Class starts August 30th. This is your chance to leave a legacy on the earth with your message. The link is in the show notes, havilasauthorschool.com. We can't wait to see you there and we'll see you next week.